You're listening to the Naptime Empires podcast with my mom, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Mom, your show's on. Thanks, bud. I got it from here. Welcome to the Naptime Empires podcast, refreshingly honest conversations on the realities of parenthood and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nikki Ellidge Brown. Let's get started. All right, we're talking popsicle sticks, playlists, and living a vacationing life with my buddy Tamsin today. So let me give you her bio and then a quick rundown of what you can expect. Just like you and me, there's no shortage of the different roles that Tamsin takes on in any given day. She has seamlessly blended her roles as a mother, business executive, and lawyer to give her the unique perspective and platform to not simply talk about ideas and how to create them, but also how to make sure that what you're working so hard to build is safely protected personally and professionally, and I can attest to that. She recently released her debut book, Easy as PB&J, with her husband, Chris, where they use their stories to help you learn how to share what you know and make money doing it. We originally met back in early 2014. Tamsin was one of the 50 founding members of A Course About Copy, and we became fast friends in that first live run, and then I actually hired her to help me protect my idea babies. So all the little TMs and circle R's that you see on the communication stylist in A Course About Copy and here on Naptime Empires, that's thanks to my work with Tamsin. And what makes our friendship even more fun is that our boys are the same age. So Bryson and Kip are the same age. Tad and Deke are the same age. And even though we haven't met in person, I know one day we will, and it's going to be good. So I wanted to invite her on the show because she's one of the first, if not the first, person to hear Naptime Empires, even though I didn't know what it was going to be. I just told her, here's the idea. I don't know what it is, but I think there's something here. So it's symbolic. Of course, I wanted to have her on the show for that, but also because she just has a super refreshing, unique, incredibly practical, but meaningful take on how she lives her day-to-day life. She's not just talking about it. She's actually doing it. And yeah, I've seen that. What you see is what you get with Tamsin. And I love that. In this conversation, we cover how her first little guy inspired her to shift her traditional legal career to one that's anything but traditional, how a tragic loss inspired her family to live what they call their vacationing life, her actionable practical tips to create a life you don't want to escape from, how she uses popsicle sticks to run a happy house, no nagging required, the three questions she asked before taking on any new project, her foolproof time blocking system, and what she does when it all goes to poop. I really love these ideas, so make sure you listen all the way through. And then when we talk about her book, Easiest PB&J, it's really about how to find the value, that cash machine between your ears. So tune in, enjoy. I'm honored to introduce you to one of my best biz buddies, the brilliant Tamsin Horton. Tamsin, I am so excited we're finally having this conversation on record. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) On record. I mean, on record. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, not just for being here and sharing whatever the easy you're about to share, but for being one of the first people who I ever told about this random idea that just popped into my brain. Not random, divine download of Naptime Empires. I'm excited to have you on. 
Oh, I am so excited to actually see this little baby come to life. So I still remember when you sent me that email, it's like, hey, I think I have an idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. and I also, it, that's why I feel like I can't launch this podcast without knowing that I have a, a Tamsin conversation in the bank ready to go. <laughs> like it's, you've become such a part of just helping me baby step and half baby step this out into the world. So I'm really excited to have you on. And I would love for you to just take a few minutes and paint the picture of team Horton over there. I know with vacationing life and y'all have hashtag your home team. So describe <laughs> what is the home team like, and what is the setup between your business and your babies over there? Well, Team Horton actually took a huge shift this last summer because my hubby, Chris, actually came like front, like he's now like visible as part of Team Horton, not just behind the scenes. So for anyone listening, my business and kind of what started all this is I am an attorney who once having my oldest son decided that just was not going to work. So Team Horton is me, Chris, who teaches sixth grade social studies, Kip, who is our oldest, he is now five, and baby Tad, who is almost 10 months old. So that is the home team component. And then the business part is vacationing life, which, you know, basically is creating these lives that we don't need to escape from, you know, where we can take an escape whenever we want. But really, you know, every day is you're squeezing every little bit of fun and life and joy and happiness and all that kind of stuff out of it. So Chris and I do that together. And underneath that, we have the smaller moving pieces of my legal consulting stuff. I'm really good at organization and time management. So that, and then we just recently wrote a book called Easy as PB&J. So those are the smaller pieces that fit under the big Team Horton umbrella. Love it. <laughs> and I love that you said squeezing the fun out of it because I literally, I'm doodling over here in my notebook and I put squeeze the fun out versus suck the fun out of it, which is what I have managed to do. <laughs> <laughs> in my own business over the years. So, and that is one of the things I admire most about you, which might, okay. So history, Tamsin and I met when she was a founding member of A Course About Copy and we've become great biz buddies in the years since. And she has helped me protect all of my trademarks, all my little, those are like our little intellectual property idea babies and things. And she's just become a trusted friend, confidant, friend tour, as I call it over the years. And one of the things I admire most about you is... Again, it's not like you're saying it's all sunshine and rainbows, but you really are so good. I mean, I don't know that I know that many other people in real life really do live this way where it's like you really are committed to creating your dream life. So I'm actually, as I'm thinking about this, I want to talk about your YouTube playlist and things, just little ideas and things that we can do to make that actionable and not just like, oh, it sounds good, a life that you don't want to escape from, you know, but like, what are those super tactical things that y'all actually mm -hmm. do on a day-to-day -day basis. Cause it's not like you're doing this with, I mean, outsourcing yeah. all of you no. super involved. You have a lot of time with the kiddos. Yes, I do. The actionable and tactical is exactly the right words for it because 
like many people, I'm sure, I had read so many books and listened and watched so many people. And, you know, they were automating everything and outsourcing everything and moving to these, you know, beautiful, wonderful, amazing countries. And I kind of stepped back and I'm like, but what if I like my house and I like my family, you know, that's close by and, you know, my husband enjoys his job. Like, how can we have that, like, you know, dream islandy for me, it's always islands. I'm a water person. So it's always islands for me, but for other people, it might be mountains or, you know, the outback somewhere, but the things that we really use, and you've heard me talk about this all the time are Popsicle sticks. I run everything on popsicle sticks, which (laughs) for listeners, it's just, it's perfect as a mom. So like, for instance, we have for cleaning. Okay. Let's just take cleaning for instance, because everyone's like, oh, you got to get a housekeeper and you got to do this and this and this. Well, you can, but it still takes time to manage those people. And I kind of like, you know, making my bed in the morning and saying, I'm so thankful for my bed. I'm so thankful for my home. Like for me, it's part of like a process that I actually like. It's not just cleaning per se. And so we have each of the things that happen throughout a week in our home, emptying the dishwasher, folding laundry, mopping, vacuuming. Mopping doesn't happen that much because I have a really good floor that hides everything. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, you know. I don't think so we mopping. really did that to our floor last time until we moved out like five years later. Mopping doesn't happen that often. And sweeping at the moment, I figure it's, you know, Tad is 10 months. So he obviously drops a lot of Cheerios and bread crusts and stuff like that on the floor. And it's really great because if I just leave it there, like I might sweep before bedtime, he kind of can just feed himself throughout He's the like day. A little so. Roomba. We call that the hunter-gatherer <laughs> approach. <laughs> That's perfect. So each of these tasks lives on a popsicle stick. And then Chris and I and Kip each have little cups with our names on them. And during the week, you know, it's something that you could do in like five minutes. So we just do them when we have five minutes to spare. It's like, okay, wipe out the microwave or run the vacuum or, you know, empty the dishwasher. And I quickly found that if I put money on the sticks, like dollar values, Chris would basically do them all. So... (laughs) But that's one of the tactical things that I do is I literally run everything with popsicle sticks. So Kip has popsicle sticks for doing things and then he can cash them in for different, you know, stuff. But it really keeps like our house automated without having to automate it, without having to clean before the cleaning lady comes over kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. What most of my girlfriends do, they're like, oh, I got to go home and clean. I'm like, But isn't, you know, Shelly coming today? Well, yeah, but I don't want her to know my house is that dirty. (laughs) (laughs) We have standards here. Right. (laughs) You know, it's just something that has worked for us. And then, you know, we just, we build the fun in, you know, we have a little, a jar. In fact, it's sitting right here on my desk where we just write down all the fun things that we want to do. And for instance, last week, it was just everyone was kind of out of sync or out of sorts in the afternoon. And I just sat there. I remember sitting there and watching the boys kind of, you know, malfunction, you know, whatever, (laughs) meltdown. And I was like, oh, this is silly. So I just went over to our jar that has like, go to the park, go for a walk, like Mm -hmm. simple things that are enjoyable. And I was like, you know what? 
scratch the afternoon nap because that's just not happening. Mm -hmm. Let's find something fun. And we went, we went and visited grandma and like the afternoon was fun. So that's what it is for us is it's really, what's the stuff you would do on a vacation and then just make it real life. But it's really simple, small things. It's not anything, I wouldn't say it's anything grandiose at all. Well, and that's what I love. And that's why I wanted to make sure that we, I mean, you know, you and me could do like 10 Naptime Empires episodes and still have plenty of things to talk about. But I, yes. I mean, we have a variety of backgrounds, experiences, and preferences because this mm-hmm. is one of the biggest things that I had resistance around with Naptime Empires because I'm like, well, but there's no one right way to do it. And I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to think that I'm saying this is the right way to do it. And so that's why I wanted to present this potluck of ideas like, okay, here's how mm-hmm. Tim does it and here's what works for them or what doesn't work. And then that way you can... Yep. I can choose what you want and skip over what doesn't. And so I wanted to be able to present what it is that you do, because again, some people may not want to hire a housekeeper. That's perfectly fine. And here are some tangible ways you can do it. And I like how with the popsicle sticks, and it's funny because I went online to order the popsicle sticks like months ago, but then I like not on Amazon prime. So I was like, I had, I didn't want to pay $6 in shipping for a $9 thing of popsicle sticks, but I still haven't got the freaking popsicle sticks. And so I should have paid the $6 shipping because then we would have them because as we're recording this and Bryson just had his fifth birthday. Day. And freaking popsicle sticks were on the list of things. I'm like, we're going to get him some popsicle sticks for his birthday because I keep talking about them. And I'm like, we really got to get those popsicle sticks. Uh-huh. But I love that it's just a physical reminder because, yeah, in your head, you could be like, well, of course, of course, we could go to the park. Of course, we could read a book. Of yes. course, we could play Play Doh or whatever it is. But just having that physical reminder because it's the same mm-hmm. thing like you were just describing with your house and things y'all could do to clean and keep it like an enjoyable space to live in, but just having that physical reminder. So tactical question with the cups and y'all have individual cups with your names on, is it like, Mm -hmm. this is the done cup, this is done by Tamsin and this is the, here could, this could be done. And so then you take it from the, this could be done. These are all the things we could do. And then you put it in your cup. Yes. So it's at the beginning of the week, all the sticks for Chris and I, we keep Kip, has five sticks for breakfast time, morning time, Mm -hmm. five sticks for lunch afternoon, and then five sticks at dinner. And he's worked his way up to that. I've kind of taken the approach of one stick per year of how old he is. So that's why he has five. And we keep his separate because that way he can see what he needs to do Mm -hmm. and isn't overwhelmed. So for Chris and I, there's a, okay, all the sticks start at the beginning of the week. And yes, as somebody does a stick, you just grab one, you know, if you empty the trash, grab a stick, put it in your cup, grab a stick when you empty the dishwasher, put it in your cup. And then like on Saturday, and we just did this this past weekend, if we have sticks left over, we just do a 30 minute. That's all we give ourselves is 30 minutes. It's amazing what you can get done in 30 minutes because you like feel like you're at the Olympics, like to get this done. Right. Gamifying it. Yeah, like self-imposed deadline. Oh my yeah. gosh, what the world will end if we don't finish when the timer goes off. Right. But we call it power hour, mm-hmm. even though it's half an hour. And so we just look at what needs to be done, like what hadn't been done that week and go through them. So for like this last week, my father-in-law actually yesterday just had triple bypass surgery. So oh, wow. our our last week was just very different than it normally is. And mm-hmm. so obviously, you know, life happens. That's, that's it. it's structured flexibility. But mm-hmm. so we had a bunch of stuff that 
obviously didn't get done. And so we just took a half an hour, power cleaned it out, and we were done. And we turn on music and we have fun and the kids, you know, play. But I was also going to say for anyone listening, including yourself, the other way you can get popsicle sticks, and this is how mine started actually before I started ordering them from, you know, Michael's or Hobby Lobby, is you just get a box of popsicles. And that's what you give your children when you want them to stay in the bathtub longer. And then you just, (laughs) you're like, no, here, have a popsicle. That will get me at least five minutes of like quiet, like, Mm -hmm. you know, until they drop it in the water and it melts instantaneously. Right. But you you can always just buy them a box of popsicles and then, you know, use the sticks after they're done. So the boys always have, now we go through twice as many popsicles because (laughs) entered the picture. So yes, you can get them nice and clean or hop on over to the local grocery store and just stock up. Duh, Nikki. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, and this also just brings back this memory of us being outside and Bryson was like, look, seriously, Tamsin, we've been talking about these popsicle sticks for months. And so he's like, <laughs> look, mom, popsicle. I was like, girls, drop it. Don't, don't, don't pick it up. And I'm like, oh no, now you already did pick it up. Cause I'm like, I'm all about picking up trash, but if it could have been in someone's mouth, we don't know what. <laughs> right. <laughs> just give me the freaking popsicle stick. And then I put it in the <laughs> trash can. But it's like, I have made this such a thing. I'm like, popsicle sticks today. That's it. <laughs> All right. So that's good. And then how does that work with the division? I think it's also very interesting because Chris is a teacher mm-hmm. and so y'all are home together for the summer. And so I love just seeing y'all are at the pool like every day this summer. And so I'm wondering mm-hmm. how does that work whenever y'all are both home? Because this is in the future, Jeremy and mm-hmm. I will be both home. Yep. That's definitely not something that we're used to. So how does this work? I mean, were y'all doing the popsicle sticks before Kip King came <laughs> Or is this like, like, how does this work in the marriage? Because what if you're like, Chris, I've been doing all the popsicle sticks this week. Or he's like, hello, get your game up. Like, how does that work for the two of y'all? And does it help to have this visual accountability? Because I think that's a source of huge frustration is this unspoken expectation of what needs to be done and who's doing what and who's not versus like, oh, look, look what I've done. Yeah. So like you hit every bullet point if I had had to list them. Okay. Popsicle sticks came after Kip and Kip and I just I put it past y'all to have done it before he was here. <laughs> we had them before, but it was more like our reward system. It wasn't really cleaning type of stuff. Yes. I organize everything. It's like, okay, if I could just I like being really efficient, but in a way that people don't really notice, you know, not in a, this is the schedule. We will get this done and everything is planned out, but it's almost like it just, if we can keep it as an undercurrent, as a foundation, like I don't really notice my house's foundation Mm -hmm. because it's just there. Like it's just there. It works. Yeah. Okay, good. That's kind of how I approach it. But my business and Kip, they came along at the same time. Mm -hmm. So this will answer that question. I promise. I had Kip in May and was going to go into traditional legal work as a lawyer, you know, 12 weeks later, like that was the plan. That's what I was going to do whole nine yards. And then I had him and I'm like, I remember being in the hospital and looking at Chris and I'm sure a whole bunch of it was hormones, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do, but I'm not leaving. Like I have no clue what we're going to do for income. And so I 
you know, obviously have stayed home and love it. But that first, you know, six months or so, I would say at least, you know, where it's like, oh, well, you're home. You can do everything. And you're like, no, 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 no. But I'm like actually trying to take care of a baby. <laughs> yeah recuperate from birth and run a business. Like, yes, I'm home, but that doesn't mean I'm like just sitting and vegging out on Netflix. Like I don't have time to do everything. And I found myself being very resentful, very much mm. like, okay, yes. You know, I keep coming and be like, oh, the house is kind of messy. And you want to like literally strangle him. Yeah. And run, like America's most wanted. You're like, breathe, just breathe. Have you seen that meme where it's like, okay, like you've been home all day. How come the house isn't clean? (laughs) The retort is you've been at work all day. How come we're not rich? (laughs) Like, of course, this is just gonna happen. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. And so having how I look at, you know, life is, okay, let's find a positive solution to this. Me being angry at him is zero good. Like that is just, I don't want that energy. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to nag. I don't want to have to remind him like he's a grown person just like I am. And so I came up with this idea of, oh, well here, if we just wrote down everything that happens in a week, because it's the same stuff week after week after week, like Mm -hmm. it's not changing. So that's how we came up with it is one, so that he could see without me having to, because you know, as a new mother, like you do well to remember to like brush your teeth or take a shower. It was like, I couldn't physically even tell him, honey, could you please unload the dishwasher? I didn't have that much brain space. Mm -hmm. And so that way he could see this cup full of sticks that said vacuuming, dusting, microwave. And as a way, because I think whoever's at home, whether it's the mom or the dad or grandma, whoever, you forget all that you do during a day. Right. And so whenever I would do something, I'd make a new stick because it was like, oh, oh, that's right. I do like 10 things at once. Mm -hmm. Well, huh? yeah, he has like, he has no idea. I'm literally doing 10 things at once. So that's how it came about. And it really, it just protected our friendship. It really made it where, because you didn't have those silly little things, which don't matter at all in the big scheme of life, zero, but they can quickly become a focus. Like, (laughs) seriously, why can't you see the dishwasher needs to be unloaded? Exactly. And it's just that simple, like with Jeremy too, because he's such a, with his job, it's so project oriented, step-by-step checklist, whatever. So he's like, okay, you know, if he's doing bath time and I'm like, no dude. And I've told you five times, this is how we do. You get the jammies before you go in so that he's not cold when he's getting out. (laughs) And then somehow it's all chaos. I'm like, I'm going to write this on a note card. We're not doing another bath time until I have written this down. Cause I know Bryson knows, but he enjoys the like, Ooh, what's order tonight when that's Uh going. So just writing it down because then once you do, like you said, it just takes all the unknown because they want to do what works best and what the system is. They don't want to come in and disrupt whatever the system is. They want to do what's best for everybody too. So just literally having it written down. And I totally remember it being like, Jeremy, because if he came home and just even looked at a pile of laundry, like (laughs) why, like, why is it? Oh, okay. Well, hmm, interesting. She's been here. I'm like, you expecting me to do that laundry is like me expecting you to do the laundry while you were at work. Like it's not, I just, because I'm here in the house, 
23 mm-hmm. hours a day or whatever it is, you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. that is honestly why I'm invested in having it nice and neat. Cause it's not something that macro affects your life, but micro mm-hmm. on the day-to-day level, you know, yes. how you live the day is how you live your life. And I'm like, I really do. I'm not good at functioning in a mess. I need to clear it before I can exactly. go for it. Yeah. So it makes such a big difference. The other fun thing that we did is we actually, it came about through a crazy set of circumstances, but we made this thanks hon playlist. So like you were saying, oh, right, that was so good. Yes. <laughs> so, wait, so this is, I'll set the stage for all the listeners. And we'll um, link to that in the show notes because it's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. So, you know, obviously I rerun our business online. And so we're making, you know, different online experiences and information products and things to really help people, you know, have the impact on their life. And I was like, it hit me one night and it actually was after having watched, I think it was one of your Periscopes or your Facebook lives when- uh, Oh, it was the blooper video. It was the blooper video. Yes. Where I was like trying to record stuff downstairs and then I could hear Deacon crying and I was like, what the F? (laughs) Because I could tell, Jeremy was upstairs, Deacon was crying and I'm like, why is he still crying when you're right there? And so I had to like say what the F and then I had to, (laughs) I had to say what the F and then Uh stop recording. So yeah, that inspired this. That inspired this whole thanks hun playlist where I looked at Chris and I thought it was hilarious. Like I was laughing so hard. I couldn't talk. And I said, I could make you an online course. Like this is how to change Tad's diaper. And this is how exactly get the jammies before you go in for bath time. So they're not cold. And this is how we handle a timeout in a store. And this is how we, cause there's all these things that both parents are doing when one or the other isn't there. Right. And he didn't find it quite as funny initially because he thought it made him sound like he didn't know what he was doing. Right. And that wasn't my intention because he's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. Yes. But it was like, this could eliminate even more friction. Like Mm -hmm. the popsicle sticks were like 1D. This was like 3D. Like Mm -hmm. we could have a course on this is, you know, where the towels go. And this is where the dishes go. Like those points of friction in your home. We just started making videos and we had a blast doing it. I'm sure at some point it'll turn into something. I who knows what, but that was another really fun way or tactical way that, you know, people, you can, we all have our phones. They're literally what, eight inches from our hands at all times. Mm. It's like, just record a video that's like, hey, this is, you know, what happened today, or this is how I handled this. And it really is those little things that then, because when you're on vacation, you're really not that worried about laundry. You're really not worried about like all the the daily life gunk, which I think is why we like going on vacation. It's like, oh, I don't have to cook or clean or think about anything. Mm-hmm. And the videos, the playlist did that for us, like made it really fun of, oh, well, there we go. We don't have to talk about how to change a diaper again. We don't have to talk about where do the orange towels versus the brown towels go. Like done. There you go. Thanks, hon. Done. Even with a grocery list, I've been thinking about that lately Mm -hmm. too, because I remember once upon a time, I think it might've been in one of her podcasts, but Shailene Johnson was talking about having a spreadsheet of their grocery Mm -hmm. That they get, I mean, and I'm like, yeah, we do. We get the same things every time. Yep. And yet every time we're like, all right, let's make a grocery list. You know, it's like so silly. Just type that out and then have it. And you can add things if you want to, but like make a little spreadsheet, write it mm-hmm. out 
And then it's so easy and standardized. You're not forgetting things. You could take a little inventory check and whatever. Exactly. Okay. So that's what you were talking about just efficiency and making mm-hmm. it fun. And I'm thinking about, you know, cause our, our dudes are the same age. Tad is nine days older than Deacon. And now both of the big boys are five. When we were pregnant last year, you were like a freaking machine and not even just when we were pregnant, but then <laughs> even after Tad was here and I was like, Tamsin, I just need to like be in your space and just catch something like whatever is going on over there. What am I missing? And so I would just love to talk about that. Like the second time around, obviously you already had your business going. Mm-hmm. What was going on while you were pregnant with mm-hmm. Tad that was like inspiring you to kick booty? And then, you know, because again, it's okay if that's not the zone. And if you're pregnant and you're listening and you're like, that is so not me, it's okay. And we're definitely not making you wrong for that. But I also just uh-uh. want to have a little case study in Tams and Horton to be like, okay, well, stuff is possible because it was just, you yeah. were creating like beyond. Yeah, I was. The... Two triggers, you know, besides, oh my goodness, I'm about to be a mother of two, which that alone generates enough panic, especially when you are running your own business. Cause you're like, oh my goodness, like things are like, I have a system. I'm about to throw another human into this blunder. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. I read two books. The first was Essentialism by Greg McEwen or McCowan, however you say that. And which was so incredible. The second book is The One Thing by Gary Keller yeah. of Keller Williams Realty. And it was- Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I told you. That is Gary. Yeah, I know. Gary Keller. Hmm. And we'll link both of those up in the show notes as well. And, and I eliminated, like I got brutally eliminated anything that wasn't, Chris and I have three- questions that we always ask each other or ask ourselves when we're trying to decide really anything. And they are, the first question is, does it excite us? Does it provide extreme value? And does it move us closer to our goals? And so I really, after reading Essentialism and The One Thing and being pregnant with Chad, I looked at what was going on and just got brutally honest and cut out a bunch of stuff that I think to anyone who knew, you know, numbers or stuff on the inside would look at it and go, you are high. Like you are pregnancy brain is like, <laughs> you're going to regret this lady. Yeah. But at the same time, I think I was just really clear on, okay, you know what? I'm going to have two kids. I want to protect my time. Otherwise it's going to fill up. So I eliminated a bunch. Well, when I eliminated it, just like, you know, when you, clear stuff out, you then have space. And so I had the space to create the stuff that I wanted to create, to create the things that I wanted to be known for, which is another really, I don't know which book it came out of, but it was, what do you want to be known for? Mm -hmm. And for myself and for Chris, it was, we want to be known for helping impact other families to live a vacationing life, like to really, you know, squeeze the fun out of it, which for those listening, and Nikki knows this, my cousin passed away a few years ago and it was very tragic. It was very sudden. And he was only 24. And that really, when you run everything through those three questions and then what we call the bow filter, Mm. just get really clear. Like if this is it today, what matters? 
and then other things go away. So that gave me the space to create and using things like the popsicle sticks. I have a very set time blocking system. Like it's the same time blocking system. It just doesn't change. It is a, I call it breakfast memories is first, like it starts. And then it's my one thing segment, lunch, nap, afternoon, dinner, bath time. And so the times always change because it's kids, obviously. Okay, wait, but- say those again. I'm writing it down. <laughs> breakfast okay, so, memories and yeah, the one thing. And I always put memories behind it because for me, 20 years from now, I ask myself, what do I want to remember breakfast was like in the mornings? Mm-hmm. What do I want the boys to remember? Like they're not going to remember the nitty fine details. They might, you know, mm-hmm. who knows what they'll, but it, so behind each of these, just put the word memories. So yeah. lunchtime memories, because for me, it changed the perspective that I saw the to-do list from yes, all these 10 things have to happen to, okay, step back, mom. What do you want them to remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. The to-dos will get done. What's breakfast memory? So the first one is breakfast. The second is one thing, which is my work slot. So Kip goes to pre-K in the morning and Tad goes down for his morning nap. And so that's kind of my hour to two hours work slot. What's mm-hmm. the thing that's going to move this needle forward. That's all that gets put in there, whatever that happens to be. And then it's lunchtime memories, nap time, and then afternoon, dinner, bath time, and then sleeping. So Mm -hmm. those are my blocks. And then within those blocks, so like let's take breakfast, for instance, within breakfast, it's obviously make the beds, get the kids dressed. (laughs) Yeah. Feed the kids. We run the dishwasher at night. And so I empty the dishwasher in the morning. And so Chris makes his lunch. Those are like the to-dos that happen within that time block. Mm -hmm. And it makes it so easy. So like I know what I can say yes to, what I can say no to, because it has to fit in one of those blocks. And that, I mean, it it's not like I'm going to suddenly wake up one day and be like, hey, we're going to do lunchtime memories at 6 a.m. No. Right, right. <laughs> That's what allowed me to create and to be able to do so. You know, like you said, it looked, I mean, I was doing it at such a fast pace, which I was, but it didn't feel hurried. It didn't feel rushed. It was so fun. I mean, other than I'm not someone that enjoys being pregnant, I can't stand it. I'm not good at it. (laughs) I'm just not a good pregnant person. I enjoyed it. Like I was enjoying creating. I was enjoying doing it. And the benefit obviously was all my resources were contributing to each other instead of like go forward one step and then back two or three, like everything was just aligning and maximizing. So it ended up being win-win situation all around the board. So what do you tell yourself on a day when everything goes to poop, literally, you know? So like (laughs) if somebody's sick and home and like needing you more than usual in the times and in the blocks Mm -hmm. that you would normally have to create and work, like how do you 
So like the whole last week? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When family and we've had that, I mean, a similar, but different because we've had the positive of like Bryson's birthday and stuff. So I'm like, yay. And I'm feeling so great about how I handled that. And we had a party and it was so fun to host it. And yesterday I was super present with him and actually playing with his presence. So literally present with him because it's not usually my norm. So I was feeling great about it. But then uh-huh. today it, I'm like, it's whooshing over me and I'm like, oh shoot, there's so much stuff that I'm behind on or that I owe people and blah, blah, blah. So how do you manage that? I, in fact, I'll use this morning as a perfect example. So, you know, attention has been other places. Stuff hasn't gotten, you know, technically done, you know, that wonderful four letter word. (laughs) You're like, oh, yay, I'm done. Or, oh, crap, nothing's getting done. Mm -hmm. So this morning it was about 6.30 and Chris had a training. So he was actually going to be home like 45 minutes longer than normal. And so I shifted, you know, and I'm like, saw it happening, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to race into the computer. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to see if I can quick get some you know, work done because he's home this extra 45 minutes. Cause I knew the rest of the day wasn't going to happen. Mm. And sure enough, you know, I hear Chris yelling from the bathroom cause he always takes Tad or Kip or both in with him in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I hear, can you come get him? Uh-oh. And I was like, I looked at my computer and I just went, Mm-hmm. And I was like, Arr. and at the same time, I was like mad at myself, I guess, or disappointed. I don't know what word you want to use, but you're like, yeah. okay, no. So my trick, I see myself do it. Like I know it's happening right. where it's like, nope, this, just stop it. Like they're not, you know, business isn't going to fall apart if you don't get to sit down and because sometimes it's just nice to sit down behind the computer because like nobody's pulling on your leg or, you know, like, oh, I can go see what fun things all my friends are doing in Facebook world that I'm not doing at the moment. But for me, I have to immediately, and this, I don't, I was listening to Shalene Johnson, a podcast earlier this week, and it was something on like the difference between motivation, discipline, and habit, and how motivation is like completely overrated, like whatever. And sometimes you just have to do things because you have to do it, even if you don't feel it. Mm -hmm. And so for me, my tactic, my, you know, whatever secret weapon is I have this YouTube playlist with songs that I love. And when I get in my funk and I know I'm there because I can see it, you know, I know I'm being a toad or a jerk or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. I just turn the play. I turn the songs on and that snaps me out of it. So usually by the second song, I'm like, okay, silly. Like it doesn't matter. Big picture. This is all good. It's all going to like, there's plenty of time, you know, good old Einstein who said there's more, you know, like time is like, there's always plenty of it. It can't run out. There'll always be enough of it. Mm. So that's what I have to do. And again, I don't always, I don't feel it. It's like, cause I wanted to sit at the computer. I wanted to, you know, answer a couple of emails that needed to be answered. And I knew other people had already booked up my day with good things, you know, totally good things, but booked up in a way that it's not usually booked up. Yeah. And so I did. I turned the playlist on, 
sure enough, by the second song, because the boys now sing, and I don't know who the artist is, but it's the fight song. Like, this is my fight song. Oh, yes. Uh huh. I don't know that either, but we can Google it and link that up. (laughs) We'll link to the music video in the show notes. (laughs) We, We like this song in Team Horton right now. So sure enough, you know, by the time that comes on, like, we're all screaming it at the top of our lungs and bouncing on the jumperoo and, you know. Life gets yeah, better. we need to link to that too. Tamsin has this really <laughs> cool toy, like inner tube oh. kind of jungle jimmy thing that is like yes. really cool if you have space for it. Oh my goodness. Yes. The jungle jumperoo that saves my life. That is like the quintessential, you know, you're right. If you have space, they do have a small version. There's a small version and there's a large version. We have the large version, but yes, it saves it's like an indoor fun trampoline that you know, the boys jump on it all the time. So, but that's what I do is when I'm in that funk, when I'm, you know, everything's going to poop. <laughs> Literally. there was- yeah, I totally was imagining Literally. it as I was saying that. <laughs> that time lapse. Literally. Where you're like, go out. And then you walk and you're on the kitchen, little impromptu sink bathtub. Yes. And, okay. So music. And then as we wind down or kind of wind up. I want to talk to you about PB and J. And I mean, there's so many things to talk about because it was writing a book and getting it out there. And y'all did this in like two and a half months or three months or something. Yeah, three months. Doing it together. Like there's so many questions around that, but I would really just love for you to give our buddy listening to us a sampler of it because I know that a lot of the folks who will ultimately listen to this will already have the business but Mm -hmm. some won't or some will be in a position like I am currently where you're just kind of at a reevaluation point and thinking, well, what is it really that I want to create? So what would be your crash course in PB and J on like, you know, finding what it is that you can offer? Offer. Well, the whole point of the book and how it came into being was Chris has 16 years, 17 years, I guess, teaching experience. And having been the one with the business and like you said, you go through all these different phases and the crash course version is we all have an ATM between our ears. Every single person like between your two ears is a cash machine. And it really is PB and J is an acronym. It stands for P is personality. So it's who you are, like all the stuff that makes you you, of which there is only one copy. B is for your buyers. We all have buyers. My children are my buyers because I am convincing them every single day to buy into something I'm selling (laughs) in some way, shape or form. Like everyone kind of freaks out and they're like, well, I don't have a buyer. And then J stands for joy. And it really is giving yourself the space to first of all, realize you have incredible value for the world and you're the only one that can deliver it. There's no one else like you. There's no one else with your set of circumstances and perspective and all that kind of stuff. And then realizing that there's lots of different ways to deliver that, you know, for Chris and I, we're at the moment, this blend of online offline, he has taken the you know traditional teaching path, I have completely shattered the traditional legal path. Mm. And so it really is knowing that you don't have to jump off of a cliff and like start your own business and do whatever. You may be able to, I mean, you can, I shouldn't say may, it's 
adding that value wherever it is that you are, even if you want to be somewhere else. You know, Chris doesn't want to leave teaching. He will, you know, at some point he will retire. But it's really saying, oh, like I have a cash machine between my ears. Maybe that's a promotion. Maybe it's creating a way that adds value to my company. Maybe it's running my own business. You know, maybe it's starting a business or it really doesn't matter what you're doing, but realizing that what you do is just one little layer or facet or angle of who you are. Mm. And you're, you know, like Jeremy, for instance, like, oh my goodness, every time you post a picture (laughs) and he's like lighting, you know, like it's a little picture of him. I can't even remember what he was doing, but him and Bryson were playing with like little LED light strips. Yeah. When he tricked out Bryson's little Range Rover, Bryson has the coolest car in the family unit. Yeah. And he was like adding a little switch and the LED. I'm like, you know how many dads would love like a little how-to video on how to to check out the big wheels? (laughs) Exactly. And it's stuff like as simple as that. We were like, yeah, that's a PB&J. Like yeah. that is so a PB&J. And it's things that he could do, you know, while he's still, you know, going off, you know, saving the world on the submarines. Mm-hmm. That has just been really, it's been really fun for us as a couple because watching Chris, and he says this in the book, like I am just someone that I think as he said it, if I see a glimmer of hope, like a, just a glimmer of potential or an idea, like I will grab your hand and I will walk with you. Mm. Sometimes I might run, I get a little yes. ahead of myself. It's true. And I can attest <laughs> to that. And I thought that was such a beautiful thing when he was saying that. I'm like, I could, I literally dream of that, of my boys' wives one day being that, you know, there's that song cheerleader, which is probably on some level, well, that's the least of the inappropriate songs that they could be listening to. But I'm like, I don't know if it's perfectly great for him to listen anyway. But Bryson was singing it the other day. And I'm like, I do love that song because I just dream uh-huh. of all of my nieces and all my nephews having partners who support them and encourage them. And yeah. so I loved Chris writing that about you because I thought that's like the ultimate goal, right? Yeah, I think that's really what PB&J is, is realizing that. And we like he used to say, I'm just a teacher. Like I just teach, you go do your thing. I'm just a teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's like me saying I'm just a lawyer. Like, mm-hmm. no, like there's so many other pieces, but getting to the point where you realize you can create your family's freedom legacy, your family's wealth legacy, that we all have that in us. It's just, you know, life and as someone who has jumped through many academic hoops, to say the least, you know, the school system really had beat it out of me. Like I didn't realize I could do things that would like make an impact or change the world. And they don't have to be huge. They can be little things. Like I did not get to be the room mother for Mm pre-K, but let me tell you, had I been the room mother, we would have had a Facebook group. We would have (laughs) had on Slack. (laughs) (laughs) That's smart. I love that because I was just trying to get, I'm like, how can I get in touch with all these moms in the class that are Bryson's buddies to invite to the party? I'm like, this is so weird. And then, yeah, like it shouldn't be that difficult to get in touch with people. So that's, you know, I guess that's what I would say PB&J is, is it's everybody has the potential to make an impact. And the book, it says, share what you know, make money doing it. But it doesn't mean and you'll see that if you guys read the book or follow us at all, 
you don't have to jump off a cliff. Like you can launch something as simple as, you know, Jeremy, here's the dad's ultimate LED light guide. You could, you know, hook that up and sell it, you know, on the side, like forever. Mm -hmm. Or you can run, you know, full-blown businesses and it's all like kids, you know, everybody's going to be different. Everyone's going to have their own take. And that's what makes it really cool. Like, that's so what makes it nice. (laughs) Well, I think, again, this is another one. And I'll have a conversation with our buddy Shalon and talk about her book too. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm so inspired by all of you, you know, the publisher's class of 2016 of getting (laughs) these guys out there and into the world because I'm excited to you know, send people mm-hmm. to them and have the hard copy and be able to send that to people because it's mm-hmm. true. I was literally just saying this on a call with Susie Ashworth and I was like, I remember when I first started my business and there's that, you know, the super common, well, money doesn't grow on trees. And when I started my business, I realized like, hang on a second, it does. everybody, everybody can create a money tree that's in your uh-huh. backyard because we all do have something. And I created yes. once upon a time, a little money tree worksheet for like my friends that were wondering, well, what could I do? And what could I do? Mm-hmm. Because there really is something. And it's truly a matter of mastering your mindset to get out of yes. your own way to acknowledge it, that there really is and that other people can easily see it, but you're blinded by the familiar. So it's good to have buddies along the way in this process who can help reinforce that. So for real, I could talk to you, you know, for like a million years more. And normally we do. This will be a short conversation for us because normally our calls are like at least two hours. And <laughs> just my little ones may or may not be awake and, and needing us or Netflixing. Exactly. Remember that last conversation <laughs> when you kept saying, oh my gosh. And then you're like, Kip, that doesn't count. That doesn't count because I had like a little jar for him. <laughs> yes. He, Kip gets a money, which is a poker chip. His poker chip can be used for iPad time. And we were trying to break him of the habit of saying, oh my gosh, I just didn't like it. And it started to sound like, oh my God. And you know, I was like, eh, no, no, no. And so that was the family rule. Anyone that says, oh my gosh, has to, you know, has to give up a money or Kip gets a money. And I was yeah, literally talking with Nikki. I, every time I'd say it, I'd go, not a money, not a money, not a money. Does not count. Money's don't count after eight o'clock. <laughs> All right. Well, as we wrap this particular conversation, are there any other last little bits and pieces of things that, again, just for this first conversation, you want to pass along to our buddy listening in? I think just let yourself listen and learn from whoever is exciting and inspiring, you know, in that just fun kind of way as a mom, and then realize that you are the guru you know yourself the best, you know your family the best, just like we know our littles the best, where you learn and you can take things in, but it doesn't need to become the measuring stick. Like it shouldn't be the measuring stick where, you know, as moms, you know, should you do cloth diapers? Should you do, you know, disposables? Should you breastfeed? Should you do formula? Eh, just learn and then realize it's okay. Like you need to have your own unique take on it and there's no judgment. Like there's seriously no judgment. It's just love yourself, love your littles, love your family and find what works from people that make you feel good after listening to them. That's kind of how I have started to approach things. I've listened to stuff and I'm like, Oh, I feel like they just slapped my hand with a measuring stick. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
not the right time for me to listen to you. I'm going to go listen over here. Yeah, that's a good point. So, yeah. Because it's very easy to default to that, like, oh, no, I need to feel guilty or I need to feel, no, I need to get in line and whatever. And ain't nobody got time for that right now. Mm-hmm. And that time mm-hmm. empires our life in general. Like, it's just, no. there are so many great people who may be sharing the exact same message, but in a different way. Yes. And that's such a good point to, like, hang out with the people and listen to the people that you're feeling good and inspired and not like enabled to stay in a cloud of doom or whatever, but like Mm -hmm. it's again, the same message just from a different person or at a different moment can make all the difference. Exactly. Where can we find more of you? If we like hanging out with you, (laughs) where can we do that? You can hang out with us at Vacationing Life. We are Vacationing Life everywhere on social media. And I am Tamson Horton everywhere on social media. And if you have a hubby, my hubby now has a Facebook account that is literally two weeks old. It is our youngest child. <laughs> so for the, you know, cause I have found, you know, I, I think we just like, became friends over the weekend, me and Chris officially yeah, Facebook official. Yeah, you did. He was so excited. He reports to me each morning. <laughs> I'm now friends with Nikki and I'm friends with Shalon and this person, honey, this person liked my photo. I'm like, so cool dude. Like, cool dude. Anyhow, he's Chris Horton. So we're pretty easy to find. And yeah, we're just, you know, hanging out doing this crazy thing called life and so thankful for you. And I'm so thankful that you gave birth to Naptime Empires because I think it is amazing and so needed and such a cool playroom. Like, such a cool playroom. <laughs> well, I'm so thankful for you. And even just this conversation has sparked and inspired me because this happens every time. Just this morning before our call, I was like, Wah. I just need to clear my calendar. Wah. I just need whatever. But then I have this conversation and I'm like, oh, I know that someone needs to hear this, you know, and that someone mm-hmm. needs to get that popsicle stick idea or the whole, oh, I'm not the only one who's feeling resentful. Mm-hmm whatever. So every time I have one of these conversations and they're wildly all over the map, like I just think, oh, yes, I got to get out of my own way so that I can get it out there so that this can be serving because I know that this conversation will be helpful. So again, thank you so much for taking a block out of the day and tell the dudes, thanks for letting me borrow you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, buddy. I appreciate right. you. Have a Bye. good one over there. Same here. <laughs> Bye. This show may be over, but the conversation is just beginning. Head on over to naptimeempires.com slash Facebook so you can join my free... Wait, did I say free? I meant priceless, rapidly growing community of Naptime Empire builders for deeper discussions, behind the scenes scoop, and of course, updates whenever I've got new stuff coming up for you. naptimeempires.com slash Facebook. See you there. See you next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 